politics, 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 politics. Yes, the Roman Senate. The Roman Senate is the best legislature that money can buy. Corruption starts in the streets with the little peddlers. They bribe an assemblyman. The assemblyman bribes a councilman. The councilman bribes a senator. And the senator, it goes all the way up to the emperor. Ah, yes. Really, what's the difference? Um, Turns out Mel Brooks was also a minor prophet. He saw the future, and now we're here. It's like Monty Python. Monty Python saw the future in so many different ways. Wah, wah, wah. Well, welcome, uh, welcome back. We remain at 888-630-9625. The Republican Party loses with grace again and again and again and again. They never learn. And then they put Ronna Romney McDaniel in the driver's seat at the RNC, which is why tonight the Republican Party debate is being hosted by NBC Stinking News. NBC fake news. Hey, I know Ronna Romney McDaniel. Let's have NBC News, which is the mothership of MSNBC. Let's have them hosted. Maybe Raul Castro can come up and ask questions. We'll have, uh, you know, what's a good, it's just insane. The uh, $30 million a year Rachel Maddow can, uh, can host it for NBC News. This is how dumb the Republican Party is. Huh? Well, we're not going to get a fair shake, uh, geek, 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 you people. Now, they have added Hugh Hewitt, and, and I love Hugh Hewitt. Hugh Hewitt is great. He's with Salem, which is not anti-American. It's pro-American. Salem is wonderful. But uh, Hugh Hewitt is is wonderful. He's great. But the deck is stacked, and that's the, you know, that's the thing. Uh, and uh, and NBC, honestly, you've got uh, – it'll be interesting to watch just to see how they abuse Hugh Hewitt for political purposes because it's a fake. Oh, no, see, it's fair. We've got Hugh Hewitt. No. No, that's, uh, that's, not, the, uh, that's not the way you balance this out. Not at all. The uh, third Republican debate in Miami, uh, 8 p.m. tonight – Eastern Time, on NBC, the network which brings you MSNBC, say no more. Five Republican candidates will gather in Miami on Wednesday night for the third primary debate, hosted by NBC Fake News and sanctioned by the Republican National Committee. NBC News types on behalf of their party, the Democrat Party, the debate will air live from Miami, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, moderated that's a funny word. By NBC Nightly News anchor Lester Holt, who has to prove his fealty to the Democrat Party once again. Got another opportunity tonight. And host of Meet the Press, moderator Kristen Welker, who has proven herself again and again to be a hack, a fraud, a charlatan, a Democrat Party front. They will be joined, and this is how MS, and, and listen to the, how NBC phrases it, right? Then the next sentence is, they will be joined by Hugh Hewitt, host of the Hugh Hewitt Show on Salem Radio Network. That's 
That's it. And it's a, you see, it will be, the debate will be moderated by, they name Lester Holt and Kristen Welker. They will be joined. See, he's not one of the moderators. They don't lump him in with the moderators because he's not a certified leftist. And so they separate him out from the people they define as moderators. And uh, honestly, Kristen Welker is a Democrat Party joke and not very bright. She went to Harvard, right? I think she went to Harvard. They, uh, they all went to Harvard. And, uh, and they, so they must be anti-Semites, right? They hate the Jews. That uh, comes with a Harvard degree. They will be joined, not by moderator or fellow moderator, and he's not one of the moderators, according to NBC. They will be joined, the moderators will be joined by the host of the Hugh Hewitt show, is Hugh Hewitt, on Salem Radio. And honestly, I think uh, Hugh Hewitt is great, although he's not a Trump guy, you know. He's not a, he's not a Trump guy, so they figure they could live with him. Um, he's a smart man. He's, a, he's an articulate man. Is that racist to say that he's... A, <clears throat> it is? Okay. But it's okay because he's white. So whatever racist thing I say about him is just fine because anti-white racism is fine because the Democrat Party, the party of the Confederate States of America, the Klan and Jim Crow, they say it's okay. So um, that's kind of remarkable all by itself. And the RNC says, I know, let's have Kristen Welker moderate I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. The debate, along with well-established Democrat Party supporter Lester Holt, who's not the worst journalist in the world. He's not. But he's a hardcore Democrat Party frontman. And Kristen Welker is worse than that. And then NBC News themselves separate out Hugh Hewitt and don't call him a moderator. He's not one of the moderators. But they will be joined by Hugh Hewitt. Boy. And the RNC is so stupid that they thought this would be a good idea because they like to lose with grace. Honestly. And as Jay from Toledo, Ohio said, he's like, you know, why should I even vote? He's asking himself yesterday, watching the way that the Democrats dominated the lead up to Election Day in Ohio. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the, the Democrats are better at politics than the Republicans. They're better at messaging than the Republicans. They're better at fundraising than the Republicans. And generally speaking, they're better at winning political contests than the Republicans. And they still haven't learned to fight. Extraordinary. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh, man. And not everybody loves Hugh Hewitt. You know, he's uh, he's not, again, he's not a MAGA guy. He's not a Trump guy. Uh, he's a longtime uh, conservative host of the Hugh Hewitt Show. I've met him a couple of times, and I like him. Very nice guy. Like any conservative you're going to meet. He's not screaming uh, curse words at you like Democrats at the polling places yesterday. But I am getting a little uh, a little feedback to just what, what I just said. That Hugh Hewitt sucks. He's a go-along-to-get-along rhino. Well, NBC News picked him to not moderate, but to join the moderators of the debate tonight. So it's, uh, again, the Democrat Party is the dumb party, and uh, the, you know, the Republican Party is the dumb party, and the Democrat Party is the evil party. That's the, that's the, the agreement that we've reached. Pretty extraordinary stuff. Now, speaking of the, uh, the evil party, 
Let's go to Rashida Tlaib censored in the House of Representatives. This is only the 24th time in our history that uh, a member of Congress has been censored like this. It's making international news because she's the victim of this story, you see. She's the genocidal anti-Semite who's doing the from the river to the sea. She's a a radical, an extremist. She's a genocidal anti-Semite, anti-Zionist. She wants Israel wiped out from the river to the sea. Rashida Tlaib censored over Israel-Gaza comments. The British Broadcasting Corporation headline reads, The U.S. Congress has voted to censure its only Palestinian-American member. See how they lead with the victim status? Over comments she made on the Israel-Gaza war. See, the, uh, the unfriendly lead, if they were reporting the news, is uh, the Democrat member of Congress that is calling for the extermination of the Jewish population. The extermination of the state of Israel was censured by the Congress, but that's not the lead. It's the, she's a victim. Michigan Democrat Rashida Tlaib was rebuked for her defense of the chant, quote, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, end quote. The resolution formally condemned her for calling for the destruction of the state of Israel, which is obviously, even though she's comfortable lying, she likes lying a lot, she's comfortable saying, oh, no, that's not what it means. It means it's a, we want a hiking trail from the River Jordan to the Mediterranean Sea. The measure passed by 234 votes to censure versus 188 votes to not censure. So 188 Democrats agreed that we should wipe Israel off the map. And uh, American Jews still, uh, you know, are going to vote Democrat. Uh, and for Joe Biden, who is anti-Israel and, um, and a racist, but, you know, now he didn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle. Amazing stuff. 22 Democrats voted to censure. What happened? They're going to have to be kicked out of the party. They'll have to be primaried because the party is now anti-Israel. Ms. Tlaib posted a video to Twitter. It's called X. On Friday, that included a clip of protesters using the chant, which critics say calls for Palestinian control of all land between the River Jordan and the Mediterranean Sea, including Israel. Well, they're only, you know, this is not a hypothetical discussion, BBC. That's obviously what the chant means. It's what it says. When jihadis tell you who they are, believe them the first time, to paraphrase a famous Democrat. The video also accused uh, President Joe Biden of supporting genocide in Gaza and called for a ceasefire. Now, there's one genocidal group here, and it's not the Israelis. But the left, and make no mistake, they're not liberals, they're the left. They are pro-genocide. Nobody's murdered more people than the left. And they've done it all in the last 106 years, 106 years. Pro-Palestinian activists, meaning pro-Hamas terrorists, useful idiots, argue that most people using it are calling for an end to Israel's occupation of the West Bank. That's a lie, a lie, and blockade of Gaza. Uh, of Gaza. Uh, now, uh, listen, 
They were given 141 square miles of territory in the Gaza, including more than 25 miles of Mediterranean seafront property, which could be Monaco, Las Vegas, could be heaven, but instead they turned it into a tunnel cove where terrorists dwell, and they voted terrorists into power with Hamas. Uh, and I'm like, oh, they haven't been able to vote again since 2005 when they voted a terrorist group into power. Yeah, well, that's because they voted terrorists into power. And once they won the election, they're tyrants. Tyrants don't have elections after they've won. It's one man, one vote, one time. But never mind. Ms. Talib later defended her use of the slogan, calling it an aspirational call for freedom, human rights, and peaceful coexistence. Well, that's what you have right now with Israel and Gaza and the West Bank. You were given your own territory of 141 square miles. Washington, D.C. is only 61 square miles, not counting water. You've got more than twice that territory with uh, all this Mediterranean seafront real estate. We don't have that in Washington, D.C. That was the two-state solution. And what did you guys do with it? Kill the Jews. Kill the Jews. We must kill the Jews from the river to the sea. And uh, the lefties, they love lying about this from the river to the sea thing. Just amazing. Also, did you see yesterday uh, NBC News? Uh, I I told you the story yesterday of a 69-year-old Jewish American man murdered in California at a rally. He was waving an Israeli flag. And NBC News has headline out of Westlake Village, California. Jewish man dies from injuries suffered at pro-Israel and pro-Palestinian rallies. Well, no, he was beaten over the head, fell to the ground, slammed his skull on the concrete, bled out and died. While the man that hit him with a, uh, a bullhorn or a megaphone stood there yelling through the megaphone as he died, but never mind that. And then he died in the hospital, and and NBC News, their summary was, Jewish man dies from injuries suffered. He died from injuries suffered? Is that uh, that what happened? Injuries suffered. It was a homicide. Police deemed it a homicide. Now, what do you hear these Democrat members of Congress? These people are really some. I got several of them for you, and uh, they should probably be in jail. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Now, the crazy thing is, we have this NBC News story and the NBC News headline, Jewish man dies from injuries suffered at pro-Israel, pro-Palestine rallies. 
And I have the story also. NBC News changes headline after omitting man killed at pro-Palestinian protest was Jewish. They omitted that from the story. And I emailed, or I, uh, yeah, emailed the story to Michael Piercy last night. And in the meantime, they changed the headline again. NBC News changed the headline. So I emailed it to him. But when you click on it, they changed the, the email again, like the Soviets that they are. The original NBC News headline, Jewish man murdered by a pro-Palestinian protester, beaten over the head, goes down 69-year-old Jewish man waving a, an Israeli flag. And a pro-Palestinian Democrat hit him over the head and murdered him. And it's been ruled a homicide and it may be a hate crime. But the NBC headline, the NBC fake news headline was originally, man dies after hitting head during Israel and Palestinian rallies in California, comma, officials say. Man dies. They didn't mention Jewish man murdered at uh, by pro-Palestinian Democrat at a pro-terrorist rally. They didn't. That's not their headline. Witnesses said Paul Kessler was in a confrontation with protesters Sunday and fell and struck his head. No, he was hit over the head. He was struck. 69-year-old man, he was hit over the head by a Democrat, that is to say, jihadi, pro-Hamas, anti-Israel, radical, and 69-year-old Paul Kessler was hit over the head while waving an Israeli flag, went down, slammed his head on the concrete sidewalk, died the next day in the hospital. And... NBC's take on that is man, not Jewish man, not waving an Israeli flag, dies after hitting head. Oh, it's a shame he hit his head. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's really, I mean, it's like a bad satire from a movie. Um, oh, it's uh, tragic that the man hit his head and now he's dead. It's very unfortunate because we don't like that sort of thing. No, actually, a Democrat beat the 69-year-old man with an Israeli flag over the head. He went down, and then he died the next day in the hospital. That's what happened. Just extraordinary. Uh, The Huffington Post, radical left-wing outlet, they've got, uh, in grief and under pressure, a growing number of American Jews protest Israeli military action. Wait a minute. I, I would say in grief and under pressure, a growing number of American Jews are fleeing college campuses in American cities like New York and Los Angeles because they fear violence coming from the American left make Jews unsafe. And then the left-wingers at the Huffington Post say, in grief and under pressure, a growing number of American Jews are switching sides. American Jews protest Israeli military action. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Now, apparently a lot of uh, Pentagon contractors are being warned today by the Department of Defense that uh, pro-Jihad, pro-Hamas, genocidal anti-Semites are going to converge on uh, places like Boeing and uh, to protest because 
They must undermine everything American. The American military-industrial complex is now in the crosshairs of the jihadis, and the Democrat Party is in a well-lubricated sleeping bag with the jihadis as well. Rashida Tlaib is essentially a jihadi. Right? A Jewish man murdered, uh, raving, waving an Israeli flag in California. The news media says, oh, a man uh, fell and hit his head. Isn't that sad? And the Huffington Post lefties, in grief and under pressure, a growing number of American Jews protest against Israel. That's what they're pushing. And the Democrat Party, well, it really helps if you're incredibly dumb to be a Democrat, I think. So pro-Palestinian protesters in Washington state, all the way across the country from Washington, D.C., rally against military supply vessel. This is, uh, you know, this is a form of cultural warfare for the time being. Uh, also in Houston, Texas, an Israeli restaurant, um, um, a kosher restaurant, an Israeli-owned restaurant, was attacked and damaged a, a burglar who entered by drilling a hole through the concrete roof and went into the place, vandalized the hell out of it. It was discovered Tuesday morning. Act described as psychological warfare against the Israeli community by the business owner. Taste of Tel Aviv, a family-owned kosher restaurant in the Houston area, broken into at approximately 3 a.m. Tuesday by a burglar who allegedly entered the business by drilling a large hole through the roof, Fox 26 in Houston reported. The glass front door was also smashed out. Houston police uh, notified uh, of a uh, burglary at the location. Hours later, hours later, they came through the roof. They came prepared. They cut through asphalt, concrete, and aluminum roof, said Pam Bayliss, owner of the uh, 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 co-owner uh, and uh, the day-to-day manager of the restaurant. Just, uh, just extraordinary. And uh, there is their pictures of the, it's just crazy. What uh, You go to such lengths because they hate the Jews, and it's a warning. Kosher restaurant in Houston, heavily vandalized, damaged, uh, just to wreck the place, to trash it. Employees told me a Middle Eastern perpetrator, well, it's either that or a Democrat, entered the premises by cutting through the roof. Jewish prayer books were stolen, and most of the cash was left behind. Also, a free Palestine protester attacked a London kosher restaurant, vandalized it in an apparently anti-Semitic attack there. Free Palestine, London kosher restaurant, vandalized, anti-Semitic attack. Vandals, plural, smashed the front door of a kosher restaurant, northwest London, um, large Jewish community, a prominent Jewish community in this part of London, appears to be an anti-Semitic attack against the backdrop of Israel's conflict with Hamas, which is a terrorist group, by the way. And the Democrat Party is fine with that. Mm-mm-mm. A railway bridge across the same street was spray-painted with the words, Free Palestine, another section of the bridge with the words, Palestine will be free. Which brings us back to Rashida Tlaib and the Democrats here in the United States of America. Um, let's go to some of that. And there's 
There is more politics, too. There is more politics to go to. There are voting machine issues. Voting machine issues. Yesterday, yes, there were voting machine issues. And the Democrats, again, in the Commonwealth of Virginia, when the Democrats were in charge, they changed 60 different voting laws. And then Virginia Democrats sweep legislative elections after campaigning on abortion. Um, but let's go to uh, let's go to the crazy Democrats because they got the free free Palestine and Rashida Tlaib was censured by the House of Representatives yesterday, and, uh, and I told you, 188 Democrats voted not to censure, which you know if this you just switch the political parties would mean that 188 Democrats are genocidal anti-Semites because they voted on the side of from the river to the sea, which is the call to wipe Israel off the map. See how that goes, right? And, you know, never mind that the FBI director said about a week ago under oath that we're facing a terror threat that is unprecedented in our history. Pay no attention to that at all. And the Republicans don't know how to capitalize on that, of course, because... The ongoing war in the Middle East has raised the threat of an attack against Americans in the United States to a whole nother level. A whole nother level. A whole nother level? Was that written down or was that off the top of your head? A whole nother level. All right, so let's uh, let's get back to uh, Rashida Tlaib and uh, censured over her anti-Israel comments by the House of Representatives with 188 Democrats saying, oh, I couldn't censure her for calling for a Jewish genocide and wiping Israel off the face of the earth. That would be a bridge too far. All right, so let's go to, let's go to Rashida Tlaib herself, who is a mad, 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 mad woman. Michigan Democrat, anti-Semite, genocidal, and uh, she went to the floor of the House of Representatives yesterday to express her discontent. I'm the only Palestinian American serving in Congress, Victim. Mr. Chair, and my perspective is needed here now more than ever. More than ever. I will not be silenced, and I will not let you distort my words. And then she detonated. It was really kind of peculiar. That's the first time that's ever happened. And they say kind of kind of sad. And there were pieces of meat all over the House chamber. It's all right, we just made the last part up. Trying to bully or censor me won't work because me. this movement for a ceasefire to, is Billy much or censor. than one person. Me won't it's work. It's growing every single day. There are millions of people across our country who oppose Netanyahu's extremism and are done watching our government support collective punishment. The White House announced the other day that they've launched uh, an anti-Islamophobia effort in the United States because the big problem is Islamophobia. And they point to a six-year-old child that was horribly stabbed to death in uh, Illinois, and they blamed uh, conservative talk radio. Uh, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that story turned out to be less than factual later on. Uh, it sort of, it sort of, but they're going to keep using it. It sort of vanished, but they're going to keep using it as an excuse. In the meantime, the White House is combating Islamophobia, while um, Islamists call for the extermination of the state of Israel by wiping it off the map from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea, the radical extremist Rashida Tlaib. It is important to separate people and governments, Mr. Chair. No government is beyond criticism. The idea that criticizing 
The government of Israel is anti-Semitic since a very dangerous precedent, and it's being used to silence diverse voices speaking up for human rights across our nation. Criticizing is not quite the same as from the river to the sea. Palestine, which is non-existent, will be free when a radical Islamic jihadi army backed by Iran, the Islamic Jihad army of Hamas, and then the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, see Monty Python, and then Hezbollah, and she is betting down with them. That's not criticizing Netanyahu. That's calling for genocide. That's different. I agree you should be allowed to be critical of Netanyahu and of Israel, obviously, of course, at this peculiar time. Um, When you do so, you are saddling up with radical Islamic jihadis, and that's what Rashida Tlaib is doing. I can't believe I have to say this. Can't believe it. But Palestinian people are not disposable. Hang on just a sec. If they're not disposable, then why are there Palestinian leaders using them as cannon fodder in the cause and as human shields? And why are there leaders um, encamping in what they call refugee camps that have been there since 1948 and they're still living under plastic tarps because they're not the most industrious or ingenious people in the world? Uh, have You see that thing about the low IQs of the average Palestinian? <laughs> Pretty extraordinary. So uh, she's got um, they, uh, they're not disposable. Well, the Palestinian leaders treat them as though they're disposable. That's for sure. But P- Palestinian people are not disposable. Now she's very emotional. She's crying. She has a family there. They might be in tunnels getting missiles ready to kill the Jews. She, she's very, she's beside herself. We are human beings. Who murder people. Just like anyone else. Because they're racist. My city, my grandmother, mm-hmm. like all Palestinians, just wants to live her life with freedom and human dignity we all deserve. Well, the Gaza was 141 square miles uh, with 25 miles of Mediterranean uh, seafront property with self-governance where they elected their leaders. And if their leaders hadn't started butchering pregnant women and decapitating people, there wouldn't be an issue, would there? But she's very shaky of voice. President Biden must listen to and represent all of us, not just some of us. Just the jihadis. I urge the president to have the courage to call for a ceasefire and the end of killings. Which is the end of killings. The end of No, the end of Hamas losing. The end of Hamas taking a drubbing. It's a radical Islamic terrorist organization that she is supporting. And she's supporting the extermination of the Jewish state. Make no mistake about it. It is unambiguous. But she's emotionally unstable. So the news media loves it. And they're, oh, his voice is quivering. And I, I uh, stop murdering people. That's the same message I have for the Democratic Party. Stop murdering people. Stop murdering people. Just a suggestion. I know they won't take it. Uh, and then this insane woman, Cori Bush, she is a crazy Democrat, and she's a radical. She's an extremist, and she's one of the squad members. And she's out there um, with a just a mentally unstable uh, minute and 17 seconds railing against civilization. 
a lack of care and a lack of understanding and a lack of seeing the humanity of folks who look like Rashida Tlaib. It's outrageous that my colleagues are blatantly, blatantly attempting to silence the only Palestinian American representative no. right here. Um, it's outrageous, but it's not surprising. And let me tell you, it's not surprising because this place is where 1,700 members of Congress, this elected body, enslaved black people. It's not surprising because they thought it was right. It's not surprising because this is a Slavery. Where members continue to claim that the insurrection Democrats. on the Capitol just appear to look like a normal tourist visit. It's not surprising because this is the place where our black and brown staff members repeatedly speak of experiencing racism and sexism, Islamophobia, get pushed off of elevators, xenophobia and more right here in this Islamophobia. Workplace. This is the place. Slavery. Let me say this. She mourns for the Xenophobia. Her time has expired. She's having a mental Breakdown. Now, and she takes she had to be dragged away that you all said that, that they by men in white no jackets. The gentleman from Maryland. They cut off her microphone. You're the trying to silence me. Gentle, gentleman from Maryland is recognized. Okay. She's still in a mental institution. It's uh, very sad, actually. Xenophobia, Islamophobia, slavery. Well, you're a Democrat. Where's your bullwhip slaver? Because, you know, your Democrat Party was the Confederate States of America and Jefferson Davis. These are dangerously ignorant people. And let me just say, I watched uh, a lot of this yesterday. This is the third world. They are the third world living among us. Uh, Cori Bush and Rashida Tlaib, and for that matter, Ilhan Omar, who is a radical and an extremist. It is glaring hypocrisy when you have Republicans on the other side of the aisle trying to create definitions and say Rashida wants to annihilate people. Everybody knows what from the river to the sea means, and now they want to pretend that it means. No, it means we're going to have picnics from the river to the sea after we kill all the stinking Jews and steal everything. And then they'll turn the whole country into what they've done to Gaza, uh, which is a beephole of the First Order the radical extremist Ilhan Omar. What is true here is that every single one of them has not acknowledged the fact that Palestinians are dying in the tens of thousands, but will continue to say it is us who are not acknowledging humanity. Rashida will stand strong ladies, and time the Palestinian expired. movement will continue for liberation until every single ladies, Palestinian has the right G to gentleman live from Maryland in is recognized. This is your Democrat Party in 2023. And Democrats vote for these people and send them to Congress. And the news media and the Democrats, but I repeat myself, are proud of these third world lunatics. You know, I'm all for bringing people to the United States um, from all over the world, including hell holes, uh, so they can be introduced to what the world should be like. But the idea is we're supposed to lift people up, not bring in people to drag us down. And uh, what the Democrat Party is doing is bringing in people to drag us down, not to lift the world up, but to drag the United States down. And that's what the squad is all about. The Democrat Party is the party of radical jihad, of gender dysphoria, of socialism, of Bolshevism of uh, anti-capitalism. Uh, they're the party of crime, of murder, of shooting people, of carjackings, of, of destroying our cities, of looting, of plundering. They're the party of arson. 
Um, and they're not lifting us up. They're dragging us down. And the media Democrats, they love it. Uh, more crazy Democrats in the House of Representatives yesterday. A, uh, another radical and extremist squad member, Ayanna Presley. The third world is here. And I've been saying for uh, 15 years on the radio that the left is the vanguard of third worldism. I knew I was right. They prove it every day. Mr. Speaker, I rise in opposition to this censure resolution that is blatantly Islamophobic, anti-democratic, and an utter waste of time. Nazi. This resolution is as dishonest as it is unproductive. It's as dishonest as it should. It's a very eloquently um, uh, stated falsehood. Today, Republicans are again attacking a Democratic colleague just because they don't like what she has to say. Yeah, Another that's the point. Another shameful yeah. but predictable ploy of distraction from the real traffickers so distraction. who are obsessed with policing progressive women of color. Ah, women of color. We're victims. We're progressive women. That's a hat trick of victimhood. Just amazing. Ayanna Presley, she's... She's a well-known extremist. Uh, then the, uh, the, the fire alarm puller, uh, who's a radical and a dimwit and, and, uh, and uh, beloved by the Democrat Party and the media, Jamal Bowman. Uh, and there was a funny moment. Somebody yelled, pull the fire alarm while he was in. The, the radical extremist Jamal Bowman, who likes to pull fire alarms to disrupt our democracy. First and foremost, can we please stop misrepresenting Representative Tlaib's words? All right, we'll start with you. She does not want to kill Jews. She is not in support of Hamas. Uh, Just wiping out Israel from the river to the sea, which is what Hamas wants in their charter. Other than that, there is no uh, crossover at all. Uh, Jamal Bowman. You absolutely need to open up your mind to other people and other experiences, especially when they are Muslim and when they are women and when they are people of color. You had a member of your party call my colleague a terrorist, and you didn't censor her. But we're having this conversation now about your interpretation of words. Members are reminded to direct their comments to the chair. Another member of Congress back there just yelled, pull the fire alarm. Because, you know, it gets a little little fun up there on Capitol Hill sometimes. The Democrats are completely insane. And... uh, from the river to the sea no longer means from the river to the sea. Uh, boy no longer means boy. Girl no longer means girl. Gender no longer means gender. They, um, they use the words, but they don't know what they mean. More importantly, they don't care what the words mean. The Democrat Party is pro-jihad. <laughs> The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.